Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. We don't do a lot of pop pop culture here on the show. And, um, I, you know, that wasn't a conscious decision. I mean, I like pop culture as much as the next guy. and um, But sometimes a pop culture story, what starts as a pop culture story, turns into something bigger and more important. So uh, that's where we find ourselves now. If you have any passing knowledge at all about Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, and Pete Davidson, you know what's going on. This has turned into... Well, I mean, it's sad all the way around. It really, really is. Um, and I don't want to try and diminish any aspect of it, but I think what we're witnessing when it comes to Kanye West is some severe mental health issues being played out through social media. Um, and uh, that's not to excuse his behavior because his behavior is absolutely horrid. Uh, he Basically what happened is he used to be married to Kim Kardashian. They have kids together. They live together, the whole thing. They split up. She's now taken up with Pete Davidson, you know, the kid from um, Saturday Night Live. Um, and, uh, Kanye is been just absolutely relentless through social media, uh, through music he's released, music videos, threatening Pete Davidson, um, out and out harassing and, um, you know, stalking, abusing, whatever you want to call it, Kim Kardashian. And, and, and that's the issue here is we're seeing something that happens all too often in so many different ways being played out. Um, it gives us an opportunity to talk about this and uh, and say, you know, this is something that, you know, this shouldn't be surprising, unfortunately, and we need to address it. So to help us with that, we're going to chat with Katie Gillis, who's a psychotherapist with a focus on the triggering effects of Kanye's behavior on survivors of domestic abuse. And uh, Katie, appreciate you joining us today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. When we talk about this, you know, uh, let's just talk about Kanye's behavior, what we're seeing, what he's been doing on social media primarily since this whole incident happened. And, and it's going back a few months now. It's textbook, right? I mean, this is, you've seen yeah. this before in cases where it's not Kanye West. This yeah. is exactly how it happens. Yeah, this is following a pattern. And what happens is that the pattern continues to escalate and oftentimes it goes unchecked and unstopped. And that's why it continues to escalate. And that's exactly what we're seeing right now. Um, let's just talk a bit about what he's doing, some of the behavior and what you see in it that makes you go, yeah, this is, this is exactly how it plays out. Just uh, give us some examples of what he's done and, and how that is very typical of a domestic abuse situation. So the first thing that really stood out to me was when he was posting conversations with her and including the conversation where she was begging him to stop. Yeah. She was saying, your behavior is scaring me. Please stop. And then not only did he not stop, but then he would post that screenshot of that exact conversation almost, you know, in an attempt to, you know, I don't know if it's to brag or if it's just to say, I'm going to do this anyway, but it's definitely a control tactic of like, I don't care how you feel about this, but I'm going to continue doing what I want to do to keep that control and to keep you in your place. What about the the constant threatening of Pete Davidson? I mean, I, I think we understand that. We don't understand mm-hmm. it, but I mean, that, you know, I, that just seems to be pure jealousy. But that, too, is another example of classic yeah. domestic abuse. Yeah. 
Yes, that is, that is classic. That is when you're trying to sabotage the new relationship, when you're posting about the new relationship. A lot of times you'll see people post pictures of the new relationship and the new partner. Um, sometimes they go as far as to contact the person. And it is all an attempt to bring that back that control and to pay back. You know, it, it's really it's about payback to the person. Like, how dare you leave me? You know, I'm, I'm going to make sure that your next relationship doesn't work out. I'm going to ruin this for you. And it, a lot of times it leaves the other person in fear as well. And so then this other person is being abused also. You know, this new partner is being abused, and they're a victim of abuse because they're a victim of threats and retaliation as well. And again, Kim Kardashian has asked him, and he's released the screen mm-hmm. draft saying, saying, please yes. stop sending people after Pete. He, and, and he says, yeah, I yeah. did. Don't, but I mean, he doesn't. He just continues with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely a, you know, I, I, you're not going to tell me what to yeah. do. I'm going to do this anyway. I don't care about how you feel about this. This is about me. This is about my control. That That is classic. Yeah, that's following a pattern. Now, if it's classic, it's following a pattern, and it's textbook, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to yeah. ask because I think I know the answer, but where does it lead? A lot. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The times, unfortunately... You know, for the people who I see, I don't see many people with the kind of wealth of Kim Kardashian. Sure. You know, I, I don't really see many celebrities. Um, and so, unfortunately, what ends up happening is, is it does escalate into physical violence. You'll start to see the next stage are things like vandalism, um, you know, threats over you know living beings and things like that that are carried out, things like assaults. And... Um, Unfortunately, it does often go unchecked because the the average person is unable to afford, you know, bodyguards and um, cameras in their house that are high tech or big fences or things like that to protect them. What about law enforcement? If we know this kind of behavior, uh, and and it's clearly harassment, it's clearly stalking Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. does law enforcement not recognize this as, if not a crime on its own, an indication that we could be headed down a dangerous path? So unfortunately, and the thing is, I work very closely with law enforcement with the work that I do. And so I see the side of them that isn't often seen, you know, when they respond to things like that. Um, There are many officers that will say to me, look, I don't know what to do because they're operating in that gray area. You know, yes, it's harassment. 
And yes, it's stalking, but until he walks up to her front door, for example, or until he follows her and is and it turns physical, unfortunately, there's not much they can do until it turns physical. Usually when the assaults happen or when the vandalism happens or, or whatever it is that ends up happening, that's when law enforcement usually can step in because there's a physical element to it. Um, unfortunately, although most protection orders you know, we'll list things like stalking and harassment. Unfortunately, it's so subjective that they're oftentimes they cannot follow up on it because they'll say things like, look, it's social media. We don't know what to do on social media. Um, you know, freedom of speech comes in a lot. And they'll just say to the victim, just delete your social media, just ignore it. That's usually the advice that's given. Yeah, exactly. Now, for yeah. for people who've been through this experience on their own, unfortunately, this is in the headlines. This is all over the, mm-hmm. the entertainment mm-hmm. shows. What kind of an impact does that have on people who've lived this in real life? And it's not just a pop culture story to them. So it's very triggering for victims of domestic violence, and especially victims of post-separation abuse, which is what this is. Um, This is very triggering because they're watching it unfold and they're saying, oh, no, the next thing is blank. You know, the next thing is that physical element. And they're watching it and they're saying, oh, I remember when I was going through this and I, the courts and the police were powerless to protect me. And I remember the fear that I went through and you know, calling the police and begging for help and them saying, we can't do anything about posts on Facebook. We can't do anything about posts on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Um, And the fear of who do I turn to? Where do I go? You know, and the lack of advice of law enforcement, which, and this isn't, you know, against them. I mean, they're, they're not mental health professionals. A lot of this is stuff that they are, their hands are tied to. And so they're kind of helpless, you know, and powerless to stop it. And then this, the, the victims and the target end up being like, well, where do I turn now? And you see people just kind of isolate in their homes, but that it's, it's not, doesn't, that doesn't stop it. You know, I mean, you're still have access to the internet and things like mm-hmm. that. What is your advice if yeah, somebody I'm, is out there right now feeling like this is bringing up a lot of unwelcome feelings for them? So my advice is to people is, is to get support. You know, there are many support groups online. There are many support groups on Facebook, even Instagram. Um, right now, social media and, and virtual support really is where we are in our community and our society right now. And so I tell people to get online and talk to people, even if it's just like looking at memes of people who've been through it. Because a lot of times you'll see a quote and you'll be like, wow, I thought I was the only one who felt that. Mm-hmm. I thought I was the only one who experienced that and so please reach out you know call call a friend get get a therapist or get a you know a mental health coach or someone who who can really help you it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a therapist but someone who gets it someone who really understands like the dynamics and the elements of this kind of abuse because this can make all the difference of whether or not it re-triggers you you right. know in a bad way versus something that can empower you to continue to move forward great advice um Katie, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you joining us. Yes, thank you so much for talking about this topic. Thank yeah, you. You bet. Thank you. Uh, that is Katie Gillis, who is a psychotherapist with a focus on the effects of Kanye's behavior on survivors of domestic abuse.